0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Bluewire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, GSPN listeners. It's Adam here, and I'm here with some very, very exciting news. GSPN is expanding. You're probably a long-time listener at this point to the Eurostep Podcast, to Win Six, but the Eurostep Podcast Network is now also going to be home to a new podcast, a Milwaukee Brewers podcast. It's called Cruising for a Bruising. It'll be hosted by a long-time friend of all of us at GSPN, Andrew Snyder, and I'll be coming along for the ride week to week too. Basically, the premise of the show is we are going to do our best to cover the Brewers just as well as we've covered the books, But there is a spin to it. Andrew is a long-time baseball expert, a fanatic for the entirety of his life. And then there's me. I am very much a rookie. I am new to this. I started watching the Brewers in the playoffs last year. It was my first taste of baseball. I loved it. I was hooked. I have been looking forward to the new season for quite some time. It's finally here. And every few days, week to week, as the season goes on, we are going to track all things Brewers, talk through everything... Related to the Brew Crew on our podcast. This is the first episode it will be posting on its own feed. So from now on, if you want to hear all the episodes of the show, you need to go to Cruising for a Bruising. That is crew as in C-R-E-W and brew as in B-R-E-W, Brew Crew, wherever you get your podcasts. Go, hit subscribe, and you'll get all episodes of Andrew and I's new show from there. You'll also hear regular reminders about it across your GSPN pods, so if you want to just dip in and out from time to time, please do that. We'd love any thoughts, any feedback, any support you can give us as we get the pod up off the ground. If you'd like to go and follow on Twitter, it's at BrewersGSPN, and you'll find a new account. I hope you enjoy our first episode, and I hope you'll stick with us for the many more to
2: come. The 1-2 pitch, ball lined, to out it's short, he throws! It's over! The Brewers have won the American League pennant! Milwaukee, you have a World Series! Hit in the air. Yonch. Yeah. Makes a great catch and one Amos has thrown the first no-hitter in Milwaukee Brewer history. Swings and here it is! A face hit in the right center. He's done it. 3,000.
0: And there's a drive in the left field, this is hit well, and it's good! What a run! A two-run home run! The Brewers take the lead! Morgan a smash up the middle, base hit the center!
1: You're cruising for a bruising with me, baseball fanatic Andrew Snyder. And me, baseball beginner
3: Adam McGee. As we talk all things Milwaukee Brewers for the Eurostep Podcast Network and Blue Wire Podcast. Adam, the day has come. We have a Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Did you ever think that when you started your journey covering the Milwaukee Bucks for uh, behind the buck pass, and then transitioning that to the Win and Six podcast, which would eventually join the Eurostep podcast network. Did you think one day I'll also be talking about the Milwaukee Brewers uh, every
1: week? No, never. In fact, I didn't think I would be doing this about a week ago, but you sent me a DM. You regularly send me DMs. This one was, this one was a good idea, Andrew. This one was a really good idea. And so the wheels started spinning very quickly. We've got all things in motion and here we are ready to go just like the Milwaukee Brewers ahead of the new MLB season. So if
3: you downloaded this podcast because you know either you you listen to the Euro step or win in six or you're just a Brewers fan and you're curious uh, we're going to give you a little bit of background on ourselves so that as we cover the Brewers throughout the uh, 2022 season you know a little bit about how we got here. So like I said my name's Andrew Snyder. I'm a baseball fanatic a baseball obsessive uh my entire life uh i'm 30 years old uh so 30 years of baseball fandom i came out of the womb uh ready to swing a bat and throw a ball um now a a little interesting kind of history to to tie together why we're speaking so adam and i have been doing a movie podcast on and off for a better part of five or six years we met through the NBA blogosphere, obviously, as I mentioned, Adam uh, covers the Bucks. I have covered both uh, baseball and the NBA for various sites on Fansider SB Nation. And I slid into his DMs when I saw him running uh, behind the Buck pass. And I said, Adam, you do a great job running this site. I want to pick your brain and, and figure out how I could run a site. And through those conversations, we found out we had a deep love of movies and so we started a movie podcast now it's it's still not making sense for you listener because you're like okay movies great uh by the way that podcast is called captured on celluloid if you like movies uh go ahead and listen to that as well but from time to time you know as as i'm just like word vomiting thoughts i had to adam i you know felt feel him in on my baseball fandom. he adam's from ireland lives in dublin and you know not not a hotbed of baseball fandom so i guess uh, for a to a large extent, his exposure to baseball fandom is this random guy from North Carolina just like uh, shouting thoughts about a league he doesn't follow to him.
1: This is very true. To like to put that in context, I've had my dalliances with basically all North American major sports. I'm very much locked into all things NBA and have been for years. Have covered the books and various guys for probably close to eight years now. Um, Seven years, something like that. Have podcasts about them for many years here on the Eurostep Podcast Network for just around a year at this point. Um, I've watched plenty of NFL over the years. I have at times um, tuned into the NHL and tried to get in there. Unfortunately, its schedule and the NBAs are not particularly compatible. And the one sport that was just always the most alien to me and I could never imagine getting into and I would have just kind of flippantly being like, that's boring. I'm never going to watch that was baseball. And it's probably the one. Have I ever have I ever held a baseball bat, Andrew? No, don't think so. Have I ever held a baseball? No, I don't think so, because you will not find those items in sporting goods stores in Ireland. So it's one of those things where over a long time, when someone like you, a hardcore baseball fan has talked to me about baseball, I've. I have feigned interest politely. Um, But more than that, I've picked up bits and pieces here and there because I follow so many Milwaukee sports accounts, so many Wisconsin sports accounts. And when the Brewer season was on, I would see people talking. I would see clips going past. and I'd have a very general sense of how things were. And then last year, the Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA championship. And I thought, what other... Wisconsin professional team can I bring my my good luck? the clear good luck I brought it wasn't an overnight success but I'll take some credit what other team could I bring that to and finally I decided to give baseball a try when the playoffs came around and I loved it and I fell in love with the Brewers and I still know next to nothing about it but I'm gonna learn this season and I'm gonna learn with you Andrew and I'm gonna learn with all of our listeners i hope many many thousands of them like i'm sure they're flocking as as is but that's that's going to be part of the dynamic because yeah as you said you are the baseball guy um but we're going to have a kind of fun and interesting mix here i think where you're going to come with expert analysis and i'm going to ask the everyman questions maybe questions that to begin with are simpler than the everyman's questions um, but all with the view of tracking this Brewer season and seeing seeing where it goes.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun time. Take uh, the word "expert" with a grain of salt. I like to think I know baseball, but you know, uh, listeners, you tell me if I really know baseball. I came of age um, during a time when Moneyball was published. Uh, I'm a, a reader of people like Keith Law, Bill James. Back in the day, I I advanced statistics and things of that nature and thinking about the game of baseball in, in a different way at the time is, is something that really appealed to me. So that's another big part of my fandom. So, uh, you know, I'll try and, uh, look at the brewer season and, and, and see if the results on the page are, are lining up with the performance on the field based on analytics and that sort of thing. Now I do need to address one big elephant in the room. Go it would be inaccurate for me to say I'm a lifelong Brewers fan because I'm not. How we've come to this, uh, having this podcast is, is kind of strange. Uh, I was a lifelong fan of Atlanta, um, who are obviously the defending World Series champions. Uh, as Adam can attest, some of the the DMing over the last uh, few months from me was me having a tough time reconciling being a lifelong fan of this team where some of the things about the, the corporate ownership and the uh, kind of the image the organization presents doesn't necessarily align with my values. That has nothing to do with the players on the field. I still have a lot of love and respect for the Atlanta team that, w- that won the World Series. But it, things like uh, the chop uh, and some other things like that and the way they treated Freddie Freeman in uh, free agency and kind of jettisoning their uh, franchise icon uh rubbed me the wrong way. So this even leading uh, even going back to the World Series when they were leading up to the moment that should have been the peak of fandom, I was struggling with it. So I, I've been telling Adam, you know, the 2022 baseball season for me is going to be more about just I'm going to watch a lot of baseball. I'm going to follow storylines I care about and I'm going to embrace what stands out to me uh, as a kid. I was the type of kid. You know, for Christmas, I would ask my parents for, you know, in, in April, please buy the MLB extra innings package. I'd watch a, a, a 7 p.m. game. Then I'd watch the end of a central time zone game. And then I would watch a, a West Coast game and fall asleep on the couch listening to probably Vince Gully calling a Dodgers game just because he was he was very comforting uh, to the ears. Uh, so I watched a lot of baseball and that's that was my plan for the 2022 season. It's so like if if some things about the Atlanta organization aren't really doing it for me anymore, I'll just watch a lot of baseball. And during this time, Adam's like, you know, this newfound Brewers fan and for him. He's like, you got to just make it the Brewers, make it the Brewers. And I said, they're going to be a piece of the puzzle. They're going to be a piece of the puzzle.
1: There are multiple Um, teams in the mix. The Brewers were there. They were among the finalists. And
3: I have spent this off season. I have a a massive baseball Jersey and Jersey collection. (laughs) I spent the off season adding Brewers jerseys to my collection. I already had the beautiful Navy Jersey. I had the, uh, mid to early 2000s home jersey which isn't the best looking jersey but you know it's got it's got a certain appeal in terms of uh if you watch a lot of baseball and ESPN in the uh the 2000s just seeing that that gold and then I added a uh, Corbin Burns a Willie Thomas, a Christian Yelich, and a Brewer's hat to my collection to prepare myself and then Adam as the offseason progressed it just kind of became clear like what is 2022 going to be for me I'm going to follow the Brewers and I'm ready to fall in love with a baseball team organically at age 30. Craig Calcaterra's book that's coming out soon, Rethinking Fandom kind of like gave me the, the permission to allow myself to, to, you know, open up my heart to the Milwaukee Brewers. And that's what we're doing together.
1: I have some experience with Milwaukee sports teams. So I will say in opening your heart to the Milwaukee Brewers, be prepared that the Milwaukee Brewers may like stamp on your heart uh, this is a recurring team in Milwaukee sports. Of course, it was nice that the bucks managed to break that last year, but it is, it's is—it's something of a hurdle that the Brewers have yet to get past and there will be plenty of heartbreaks along the way. As much as I think we frame a lot of this as you bringing me to this particular podcast, you you convincing me, I have a sneaky feeling that I've unintentionally brought you to this place too because, of course, I start watching baseball and i i opt to stick with my my milwaukee choices from the nba be a brewers fan and straight away i'm into a series that's milwaukee atlanta i'm noticing lots of things about atlanta and i'm just putting them to you as just again what the kind of dynamic of this podcast is going to be this uh wide-eyed man who's entered this world with no knowledge of what's going on and i was like hey look at this thing is that that's really a thing and Yeah, by the time, I can attest, you didn't really even enjoy uh, the World Series that you probably should have got to enjoy the way you did. So I take some responsibility. I feel bad about it, but maybe it's all going to work out for the best. We're here now. We've got a Brewers podcast. Maybe the Brewers will get you a World Series and you'll be able to enjoy that one a little bit more. That would be the dream.
3: Well, yeah, even if it doesn't reach that point, I think I'm really excited about this journey just because of all the internal struggle we talked about, but also because, like, baseball is just the game that I identify with as, like, a a true love in the sense of sport more than anything else. So getting an opportunity to talk about uh, a team with such a devoted fan base and, like, a, a fan base that hasn't experienced, like the pinnacle of success, but still really supports their team. There's something really special to about that to me. I mean, I I've, since we like got the idea for this podcast, I've been looking at flights for Milwaukee and just trying to find, find dates for when I can make a trip. But then I stopped myself because I said, I'm, I'm waiting till Adams there and that's when I'm going, I will likely be seeing the brewers at Fenway park uh, on a trip uh, that was planned to, to visit uh, my wife's family and I just happened to notice all the brewers are in town. Well, I, I'm going to be there and you might get selfie videos of me uh, kind of talking about what's going on. But so even even though I come to this from a place of you know newness as well in terms of the brewers, uh, I think uh, we're starting this journey at a very good time. I mean, this is arguably like the middle or the start of a potentially new golden era of brewers baseball. I mean, we'll talk more specifics in, in a later episode but you've got guys like Corbin Burns winning a Cy Young and his rotation mates Brandon Wilger and Freddy Peralta also being on that elite level I mean you've got uh, Christian Yelich hoping to back bounce back to MVP form I mean this is a really fun time to watch Brewers baseball and like I'm I'm coming in with that same wide-eyed appreciation for for what I'm walking into as well, just because of the time I'm coming into it. And the, you know, you come off a disappointing division series loss uh, with a chip on your shoulder. I really think this is going to be a fun season and I'm going to get to learn things about Milwaukee Brewers fan culture, about like, like what the Milwaukee Brewers mean to their fans and to that city. And you and I are going to get to have kind of just, discussions about the game of baseball that I don't typically typically get to have because I'm having conversations with people that have no interest in learning about a game they've been following their whole life because they think they know everything where you and I, like your interpretation of strategy or, or roster building or something like that can open my eyes up to like new lines of thinking about the game just because you come in with that freshness. So I think, I think it's going to be um, a really fun season to talk about the Brewers and baseball in general.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I was kind of hooked and I didn't expect to be in just giving it a try in the playoffs, in part because that series was so, so tense, so unbelievably tense. It was really gripping to watch. Now, I immediately understood part of the reason it was so tense was because the Brewers could be offensively challenged. And from what I know of people I spoke to, that is not a new thing that has been something that has long been the case for the franchise. Um, But as you talk to some of the great pitchers, if you've got pitching at that level, I think you're, you're automatically going to have a chance. Like you're giving yourself a good base. You might be a move away, but you never know when a move like that could click into place or where you could find someone or when someone on your roster, maybe a Christian Yelich could refine something and propel you to new heights But there really was something for me in finally giving baseball a chance, finally giving in to the Andrew Snyders of the world and being like, yeah, yeah. You know, great American pastime. Let's see what this is like. I don't, maybe it's, maybe it's the fact that I'm also a 30 year old man. Maybe I'm aging into baseball and it's more gentle pace because it's very, very appealing. And it's also something that, I mean, the books and the NBA season reaching its business end very soon, And then you're going to have this long gap, you know, playoffs finish in the NBA NFL seasons will start for a long time. And this is where baseball comes into its own. And it does, it seems like a really fun thing to spend a lot of your summer. It's like, that's traditionally something over the years, that would be a gap in sports terms for me. And I I can really see myself enjoying it. So I'm, I'm fully committed as this would suggest. Um, I plan on watching a lot of brewers this year on really trying to get into the kind of nitty gritty and pick up as much as I can. There is a lot of stuff that I just do not know about. and I'll be upfront about that. Now this is not going to be me telling you exactly how the brewers are going to be fixed as much as we're going to talk through it from our different perspectives and see what kind of conclusions we come to. And some of that I'm sure will be hilariously funny for people who are baseball fans where I start raving about like, I don't know, or uh tie games in spring training which by the way andrew was used to me it's it seems very un-american i was i've been upset during spring training to be like okay this game's this game's tight i guess we're going to extra innings and it's like no it's just a, it's just a tie game which i get it it's spring training and no no one watches it anyway but i'm watching and i it's still it's still i'm coming to terms with it
3: i know you're brushing up on your brewers history um you're gonna come to a point about another tie game in milwaukee that you'll learn about that was uh quite controversial so when you get to that point uh let me know um yeah i mean we'll we'll touch on kind of like nuts and bolts about the 2022 brewers uh, in a further episode but you're talking about like what hooked you in and what uh made you a new baseball fan and really locked you into the Brewers. So I, I like to to think about these things uh, with new fans because you're almost like uh, coming to it the way I would have as a child, just, you know, with with fully formed cognitive skills where it's like something about this just grabs you and it might be a random player or a random aspect of the game. So I'll, I'll ask the, the question I have for you about your initial fandom. Is there a player who – at this point, is like your guy, your brewer. Who is that, Adam?
1: It's it's Rowdy Tuff. I love his energy. I mean, there there's something about um, that team, and there obviously Manny Pena has now left. He's with the the Braves. If I'm if I'm right in saying that, we've done kind yeah, of a trade he, here. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how That's, Brewers it's... fans feel about getting you in exchange for Manny Pena, but um, the whole clause up thing, which was obviously. Kind of the brewery slogan throughout the 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 playoffs. No matter what anyone may think of the slogan, it was an example of the kind of bond amongst this team and the kind of unity there. They they seem. Maybe I'm gonna find out. Maybe I'm gonna get some some nasty wake up calls. But they they seem like a kind of egoless group who are pulling together in the one direction and pretty easy to root for. Uh, and that honestly, in a way, reminds me of the Milwaukee Bucks, the other Milwaukee team that I've been following for years, uh, who have reached a point where, yeah, they're the defending champions, but they're a perennial contender. And yet you see the bond between the guys. You don't see a lot of the kind of the inner turmoil within within a roster, within a locker room, within a clubhouse, in this case, that can bring down good teams. This seems like just... A genuinely kind of fun, easy to root for group, but yeah, Rowdy Tellez was the guy from the playoffs last year that I gravitated to. That I, I still in spring training when he's in the game, I'm I'm watching twice as twice as close. I'm very Lorenzo Kane, another guy who he he had that incredible catch where he hurt himself, and I was like, okay, you've got my attention. Uh, and a name I'd heard kind of over the years, plenty. And um, from just being on the periphery of all of this and I'm going to watch everything Christian Yelish shows very closely because that's, again, that's someone who I was maybe more aware of, of than anyone else um, through this run of Wisconsin, having, you know, they had all three um, MVPs, NFL, NBA, and MLB at once. And to kind of jump in on this journey myself and find like, Oh, He's, he's kind of lost it a bit it's it's not quite where it was that's interesting I hope that turns around and I will definitely be watching that very very closely
3: yeah it's hard not to love Rowdy Telez. I mean he's just uh like you said the the energy and the joy that he brings to playing baseball is is amazing we'll touch more on Christian Yelich in our next episode as we talk about the 2022 season but even though I'm telling you I'm coming to this with relatively fresh eyes Adam I've got to tell you uh, this is a team I p- did watch last season because pretty much any time Corbin Burns was was on the mound, I was gonna watch them play baseball. So I'm not totally unfamiliar with the Brewers and just says a guy that plays a lot of fantasy baseball and is just obsessed with this sport in general. I wasn't coming to this uh, uh without any knowledge of the team. So I too have someone that on this Milwaukee Brewers team is just my guy, and and that guy is Willie Adamas. I am from uh, Durham, North Carolina, Willie uh, played for the, the Durham Bulls, who were the AAA affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, who uh, obviously the Brewers acquired Willie from last year. Uh, he played, I think, around 190 or so games as bull in 20. 20- 17 and 2018 before being promoted to tampa and i just remember him as a guy with a great command of the plate like he he draws a lot of walks good solid contact hitter and just plays a really solid shortstop so i love willie adams just the way he plays the game i uh it's i i was a mediocre shortstop growing up so i'm always drawn to shortstops second baseman middle infielders guys that uh really pride themselves on playing solid defense and then uh his friendship with uh, Luis Urias is great because he was literally traded to replace him, and then Luis moved to third base, and then they became best friends. If you find the uh, I think a Will Salmon article in the Athletic, uh, it's just a tremendous story about how they bonded. So, uh, if if you know. I'm a Willie Adamas stand. So, just if, if if anyone listening also loves Willie Adamas, you know, if you want to like form form like a, a hangout group or or a club after <laughs> games, talk about Willie Adamas plays, that'd be great. Adam, you did mention the, the Manny Pena for Andrew Snyder trade between Atlanta sure. and Milwaukee. I think that Atlanta was thinking of trading me uh, back during game six of the Eastern Conference Finals when great point. Uh, I went viral not viral viral to me on uh, local Milwaukee television wearing a Giannis uh, jersey after the Bucks defeated the Hawks so I think uh, despite my southern accent Atlanta was ready to trade me at that point it just took a while to get there
1: yeah you you traded in that was the first step in trading in your kind of southern uh, sporting allegiances to make the shift to Milwaukee and you know Charlotte Hornets are hanging in there but you know, let's let's see how this goes. Let's maybe we can we can win you over um, the full way. You've already you've already been there for one of the great moments in books history. Um, loudly and proudly celebrating after the game with Atlanta fans all around you. So I have hope. I believe you're you're ready for this Milwaukee journey.
3: And I make this promise to to Brewers fans. If if there is an NLCS game on a weekend, maybe it doesn't even have to be on a weekend. I mean, if we get Dodgers brewers and we'll get into our predictions in a later episode in the NLCS, you know, I work remote. I can, I can be in Milwaukee. I can work my work day, you know, quick little live show. And then we all go watch brewers baseball together. I'm ready to have some cheese curds. I'm ready for uh, a custard from cops. Uh, I've understood that is, is a place I need to go. If I'm to do, out, sure. Yeah. You know, in Milwaukee. So I want to be your adopted son, Milwaukee. Bring me in. Uh, I'm excited about this baseball season. I'm excited about the Brewers. I've already bandwagoned the Bucks once. So, like, it's, it's a natural transition.
1: As someone who was uh, accepted, embraced by the wide open arms of Milwaukee and its people many, many years ago, I think I think you'll find plenty of takers for that. I think you'll find plenty of support, and they'll be glad to have you on board. Um, if there's one thing Milwaukee sports fans like, it's other people who are prepared to um, support and take interest in Milwaukee sports because it's not easy being a smaller market. And no matter what league it is, uh, Milwaukee is one of the smaller the smaller markets in um, US professional sports. So there is always a feeling of kind of an uphill battle in trying to compete. And yet in spite of that, the Brewers are consistently competing at the top end in recent years. The books are doing likewise, and I don't think there's ever been a time in Milwaukee sports history where it's just felt quite as apparent that yeah we can go and win anything and everything like Milwaukee sports truly can and Wisconsin sports can truly kind of be top of the pile uh, so I think that that kind of covers everything we're gonna we're gonna have uh, hopefully before the season opener, we're going to have um, a more kind of traditional baseball conversation, where we'll talk some more about some of the players, some of our observations from spring training and uh, some thoughts for the season ahead. I'll be relying heavily on you, Andrew, for your your opinion of the rest of the field and who's standing out to you and uh, who may be the greatest threats. Some teams I will say to even my relatively untrained eye, uh, are pretty obviously formidable but we'll get into all of that then uh, but yeah for now i mean just make sure that you're going you're following us so you can follow us on twitter the cruising for a bruising twitter account is at brewers gspn so you'll be familiar with gspn potentially if you listen to me i'm winning six podcasts or you listen to Ty and Rohan on uh, the Eurostep Podcast, or if you listen to all of us and Jordan Tresky when we do any kind of crossover content on the Eurostep Podcast network. We've been producing a lot of books content over the last year um, as a group and even longer kind of as separate podcasts before that. So nice and easy at Brewers GSPN, That's where you'll find Cruising for a Bruising on Twitter. The name, it's a play on words. We're not threatening you with violence. Um, It's a play on Brew Crew, so if you're looking to go and find this podcast in your uh, podcast platform of choice, it is Crew, C-R-E-W, Cruising for uh, Brew, B-R-E-W, bruising, which I think will be very uh, apparent to people once they see it once and they get on board with it, but it's worth just literally spelling out to make sure people find the feed rather than search for uh the, the more literal cruising for a bruising. I'm I'm very happy with our with our name though.
3: Adam, I'm a man that loves a good beverage. So I, I too am often cruising for a bruising uh, there you go. when I head when I head to a baseball game. And you know, that's just gonna feature more Milwaukee brewers this year. And I, I couldn't be more excited, but yeah, follow us on Twitter uh subscribe to the podcast tweet at me if you hate me tweet at me if you love my takes i mean just it's we're in this together it's baseball's a long season so there's Go, be give, give your handle
1: people people maybe listen for the first time to you they don't know you so they can find you at ac snide on twitter right
3: yeah that's that's me if you want to hear a man with a southern accent talk about the brewers i'm gonna I, I haven't been super active on on twitter recently and until the oscars because of the film podcast i'm gonna be tweeting a lot about the brewers uh, I, I already love this team just based on going through YouTube and watching basically a highlight recap of every single game from 2021. Like I've, I've done a deep dive. I got MLB, the show 22, I'm hitting homers with Rowdy at Wrigley field. Like it's, it's, I'm, I'm all in. So uh, yeah, follow me and, and, you know, just let us know how you like the podcast.
1: Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Adam McGee 11 uh, I hope you all enjoy our, our intro I put that together last week trying to replicate something similar that I did a long time ago for the Milwaukee Books a collection of great brewers moments to get you all hyped up every time you tune in to listen to Andrew and I because I mean come on that's exactly the way you want to you want to be feeling as you start to listen to Cruising for a Bruising so I think that pretty much does it for now until the next time thanks all of you for tuning in Make sure you follow, subscribe, tell your friends. New Brewer's Podcast in town. We'll be back to you soon. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Adam. Go Brewers.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?